Hey, hey, welcome into the Big Ten Huddle. We have got a lot going on in the Big Ten. It's Monday instead of Sunday because that gosh darn Super Bowl had to kick us out of there because we knew you all were partying. We knew you all were having a good time, eating buffalo chicken dip, uh, drinking whatever it is you drink. I, I don't judge what you drink, whatever that might be. Uh, I personally had a Dr. Pepper, and it was very, very nice, and I enjoyed that. Uh, so, so I had a good time there, but... Other than that, Sonny, how was your uh, Super Bowl Sunday, man? It was good. It was one of my better uh, betting Super Bowls I've had over the last oh. uh, few years. I thought my over was dead in the water coming into the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden, over 46 and a half, and that overtime comes through. So uh, I ended up with a little extra change in my pocket today. There you go. There you go. Kent, I know your Lions weren't in it, so I- I'm sorry about that, but uh, did, did you still survive the Super Bowl? It's funny. I did. Uh, I'm in Central Time Zone, and my kids were all at friends' house houses. I should say they were at different houses. But I looked up, and like the game was in the second quarter when I turned it on. I forgot that it was starting so early in my time zone. So like, yeah. I could not care less. But uh, just like Sunny, I actually live bet the Chiefs in the at halftime, and I won a hundred bucks on that. So I'm pretty happy too about the betting uh, side of things. There you go. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I know uh, quite a few people were asking me if, if they should bet the uh, proposal at the end of the game. And I said, heck no, there is no way Travis Kelsey is proposing to Taylor Swift. And look at that. I was right. So, uh, you know, trust all your betting advice with me, somebody who hardly ever bets. I, I never really bet. So, But when I do bet, I get it right. So there we <laughs> uh, guys, we got a lot going on in the Big Ten to talk about. We have our award episode. We're going to make some predictions for awards. We're going to uh, take into account maybe what we think will happen, but then also just a little bit what we think should happen. So it's not an exact science here. Give us a break if you disagree. It is what it is. If people always disagree, let us live. Uh, it's fine. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, all those different places. Give us a rating and a review over there. If you're listening on YouTube, please do give us a like and subscribe. We appreciate that. Uh, we're not going to recap the entire weekend of the Big Ten, but just your general thoughts on stuff that happened this weekend. Wisconsin looked like they shouldn't have been on the court with Rutgers. Illinois was up late against Michigan State, and Michigan State uh, did not look like anything Michigan State has <laughs> looked like this season and came back and and won that game and uh, all kinds of other stuff. Northwestern had a good game this weekend. Iowa and Minnesota was fun to watch. Kent, did you have any thoughts from the weekend you want to share? Uh, I forgot about the Minnesota. I'm so on Minnesota right now, and that was disappointing. That made me really sad. But uh, yeah, man, Wisconsin, what is going on, man? This is insane now. Four. I never thought they would lose four in a row. This is pretty crazy now. Panic button, a hundred percent pressed at this point. They got to figure stuff out. But uh, on the other side of things, though, Michigan State, I feel like with one win, went from not in the tournament to like they're for sure in because they beat Illinois at home. And I don't know if everybody else believes that, but right after that game, I was like, all right, they're in now. It's over. They're definitely in. So uh, those were the two games that stood out to me the most in for different reasons, obviously. Yeah, what do you think, Sonny? Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I think those are the two key games. I'm not too upset about the Illinois game. I think, you know, we were we have something some issues that we have to figure out at the end of the game, but uh, we were up pretty a pretty decent amount on Michigan State. Michigan State's just a tough team at home. It's already tough to win on the road. So um, I'd be more concerned if I were a Wisconsin Badger fan. Um, you know, I've long said 
throughout the season that I didn't quite think that they were uh, at the level of Purdue and Illinois, but I didn't think there were four in a row losses in a row bad either. So they've got to figure out a couple things because now all of a sudden the fire guard uh, army is slowly creeping back out and uh, you just have to hope that their confidence isn't shot right now. Well, that's the thing. Like you have to look at it. Obviously four losses in a row is never acceptable for a team that is contending for the big 10 title but like let's also look at who those four losses were against at nebraska which is just like essentially unbeatable at home for most teams i mean not even purdue could beat them at home creighton i think was the only team that beat them at home this year uh they they lost to purdue nobody really beats purdue even though it's at home like that's a really tough game purdue does not lose very often uh i mean michigan yeah that one you know you you definitely shouldn't bad. Have lost that really game. bad Really, really That's bad. It. That was a very bad loss. <laughs> that was a very bad one. So I'll give you that. Uh, but like Rutgers, like Rutgers with Jeremiah Williams, like they kind of took it to Purdue late. I mean, that was only what an eight point uh, win for Purdue at the end of the game. So I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for them. And it, everybody knows I've been critical of Wisconsin. I've probably been one of the most critical people of Wisconsin on this show. But Sunday, don't you think like at a certain point, it's like, uh, yeah, we knew it was coming. Eventually, they were going to lose some games, and if they're going to lose games on any stretch, this one is a little bit more forgivable. But I think it's the manner in which that they lost. That game really wasn't very close at all at any point. You know, they were down twenty plus. You know, at one point, and really barely, you know, made the uh, score any closer. So I think that's what. If it was a you know five point loss or an eight point loss. But they were competing. That's one thing. But they kind of seemed lifeless. They didn't seem like they were into it. So that's why I'd be a little more concerned than normal. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think, Kit? Yeah, same. Plus what you just said, the Michigan loss. Like nobody should lose to them in this conference at all. That's how bad they are. So it's the back-to-back like Michigan and then getting blown out by Rutgers, which like Rutgers is playing better like as of the last, I would say, week and a half. So I'll give Rutgers some credit, obviously. Um, they deserve it. But uh, I will not give Michigan credit, though. They are bad, and they just got lucky in that game, I think, against Wisconsin. So I think it's the back-to-back uh, losses. Not even, like like you said, the first two out of the four weren't that bad, and you can kind of live with those. It's those two and the way that they lost them is what's really concerning at this point. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Um, the, 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 that's the biggest thing, right, is losing big to Rutgers like that, a team that has been so proficient on offense as Wisconsin has been able to. Uh, you're right. The first two losses, a little bit more acceptable, but uh, losing to Michigan, losing to uh, to Rutgers, getting blown out is never really acceptable. Uh, guys, Michigan and Illinois play tomorrow night. Is that a game, do we think? Or is that like, you know, it is what it is. Are you nervous, Sonny? I'm always nervous, uh, you know, but I'm not as much nervous of uh, losing the game as I am of uh, breaking our streak of being 8-0 against Jawan Howard. Uh, oh. That's just something that I can hold over my Michigan fans for the longest time, like when they were being handed the Big Ten title during that COVID year, despite having less wins than Illinois. So it's just been a program that I dislike by a great margin, and uh, seeing Jawan Howard's downfall, uh, you know, doesn't sadden me a bit. Amen, brother. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Kent, what do you think? Uh, and Ohio State plays Wisconsin. Is, do we have any chance of Ohio State and Michigan doing really, really funny things tomorrow night? 
Ohio State, yeah. Like, I mean, at this point, I don't know what we're going to get out of Wisconsin. Where's that game at? I didn't look at the schedule. I'm sorry. Uh, at Madison in the in the Cole Center, mm. not Coles. <laughs> Never mind. Probably not a change. I don't know. I would be really surprised if Wisconsin lost that one after, you know, like when Northwestern lost those two uh, back-to-back games in a row, and then they came out and uh, I think it was Nebraska right after that and played like one of their best games of the year and beat them by like 20 or whatever it was at home. That's what I'm expecting out of Wisconsin after this little slide that they have. But uh, Illinois, though, they uh, will for sure win. Will for sure win. Like if you compare them to uh, Wisconsin, um, it's a completely different team and mainly defensively. Like they don't have breakdowns anywhere defensively um, in their lineup. Their guards, their guards guard really well and their bigs are some of the best defenders in the conference. So that's what's uh, definitely going to win the game from them because Michigan has no continuity on offense. And uh, I'm still surprised that they beat Wisconsin, even uh, even even though Wisconsin's defense is not as good as Illinois. So I think Illinois uh, will for sure win by a lot. I mean, I think the line is 17 I saw earlier tonight. So no shot. Yeah. About the same line that Purdue and Indiana was, which, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that game if we want, but. Uh, I don't know if it's safe to talk about murder on YouTube or not. Uh, <laughs> no, might make our ratings go down, but uh, no, no, right. I, or, or up the Purdue thing. And then we do have a lot of Purdue fans that watch. So we had, I forget who this was. Uh, Dick still lagging and said, "Boiler up." I mean, he posted this at four fifty today. I think that was like two minutes after I posted the uh, the. Uh, uh, stream or whatever. So uh, I'd like to think he was sitting there waiting the whole time too. I want to know. Yeah, I want to think that he's still there. And then, of course, Fisherman. Uh, always appreciate an Ohio State fan that's willing to come in and listen to a basketball podcast. Uh, you're, you're a real one, Fisherman. You're, you're a real one. So, all right, guys. What do you say? We get to the uh, to the juicy stuff. We want to get to some national player of the year talk or Big Ten player of the year talk. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. All right. I gotta switch this up. Boom. It might All be right. National Player of the Year for one of these guys, by the way. Well, yes, one of these guys will certainly be the uh, National Player of the Year. All right. Sorry, guys. I forgot to do this part of it. So let me put this here. I'm talking about Tony Perkins, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course. National nobody Player of the else. Year. There's nobody else that would make sense for that than Tony yeah. Perkins. All right. Okay. I think I've got it all in there, all squared away. So you guys... You guys can all see it. Uh, yes, Fisherman. Out they won. And double overtime against a bad Maryland team. But, yeah, I watched that game. That was fun to to see the, the guys really excited like that. All right, guys. So let's get into it. The way this is going to work, people, is each of us are going to choose our top three for the uh, Big Ten Player of the Year. We'll do this for every single award that we do. And then at the end, we'll kind of discuss each other's picks, and then we'll kind of come to a unanimous vote in this one i don't i think this is probably going to be the easiest unanimous vote to come to however i don't want to spoil it so kent uh you can go ahead and you can name whoever you want first okay so uh obviously my first guy is zach ed you already have him highlighted um that's the biggest no-brainer i actually didn't even write him down on my notes because i thought that i would just skip him and i listed three other guys but um i put um taryn shannon jr next I think oh that I don't gosh, know. I forgot to put him on here. 
How dare How, it? dude? Come on. I, Big I Ten Tunnel Gate on Illini continues. I don't know. Man, I, brutal. Keep talking. It's fine. Okay. Look, there um, he is, Sonny. Man, and I did write down four guys, so like I have to pick between these two. I think I'm going to lean towards Jameer Young as the next one, 21-5-4. He's also uh, sneaky good defensively. I don't think enough people talk about this. He's 11th in the conference in steals right now, so... Just kind of like I don't I don't like that doesn't that part of his game doesn't really stand out to me because he's so electric on offense, obviously, but uh yeah. pretty good defender as well. And also Terrence Shannon Jr., really good defender. That's why I uh picked those two guys. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh yeah, I'll I'll start with the easy one first. Zach Eady. Uh, I think you know, there's no way you can leave him off one of these lists. Uh Boo Booey, I'm gonna go with next. So and, and I must preface here, I'm going to leave Terrence Shannon Jr. and Jameer Young both off my list. It's not because I don't think that they are deserving. I just think, number one, the Big Ten's not going to give this award to uh, somebody who's missed time like Terrence Shannon Jr. has and who has the, you know, the, the stuff looming over him. It's not exactly fair. We don't know what the results of everything will be. However, I just don't see it happening. And then, unfortunately for Jameer Young, his team just, I, I don't think they're good enough for them to warrant to give him the award. So, I'm going to leave him off of there. And that's also part of the reason why I'm going to leave Tyson Walker off as well. I don't think Tyson Walker is going to win because I don't think he's up there as much. So if Wisconsin can turn it around, AJ store is going to be my Mm. other, my other Mm. pick there. So uh, again, this is a little bit more of kind of prediction on my part here, but at the end of the day, I think all three of these guys uh, are deserving to be considered. Uh, Let me ask you this, JR. Do you think like, because if I remember correctly, they do release like how many votes each guy gets or like second yeah. place votes and things like that, right? Do you think that yeah. knowing that Zach Eady is going to get it, do you think they'll vote Terrence Shannon Jr. higher based on what you were just saying? Like they're not going to give it to him, obviously, because he missed time, but the, maybe a lot of guys will vote him second knowing he's not going to get it. That's possible. Um, I, I wouldn't think, I don't know. I, that's a really good point. I haven't given that any thought. So uh, let me think about that. Sonny, why don't you do your three and I'll think about that. Uh, yeah, no brainer. ED, number one. I also have Boo Booey uh, as my number two runner up. And for number three, I had uh, Shannon Jr. I just, again, I'm, I'm going with the mindset of judging it on the court. Uh, Shannon's getting better every single game that uh, since he's been back. Now, really, all he's missing is his three-point touch, and, uh, you know, lest we forget, uh, before all this happened, he was uh, in the running for National Player of the Year. So, uh, you know, I'm just kind of projecting it forward. Nice. No, I like that. Uh, No, you know, now that I think about it, Kent, I do think you're right, because I don't think they release the media's, like, personal votes. Like, I don't think they they say, you know, oh, this person voted for them, and so I don't think there are any people that you know, would have their name attached to Terrence Shan Jr. Again, this isn't exactly fair. I'm not saying this should happen in any other normal circumstance. I would have Terrence Shan Jr. on my list, but unfortunately, uh, just whatever's going on has, uh, you know, kind of tainted that. So, uh, gentlemen, Zach Eady, right? No, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Okay. No brainer. I do want to say real quick though, well. JR, if I could, mm-hmm. um, I did have Boo Booey next on my list. I just don't want people to think I'm an idiot because you guys both picked him and I didn't. <laughs> he was the next guy I had listed. No, I, I like it. I'm it. glad that we're giving some other guy. I, I would hate it if all three of us had the exact same three because it's like that's not really in a conversation. But the fact that we yeah. all have some different ones, that's uh, I like that. So, so yeah, I think 
Uh, I think we can move on now to the defensive player of the year. Sonny, I, I totally forgot to change his name. So I was like, I wish you had seen Eric's list. I could have. Uh... I, know, I know. He could have could helped you out, huh? <laughs> and I forgot to do that, too. So, uh, yeah, I've kind of put this list together at the last minute. So if I left somebody off the list you guys have, it's okay. Like I just did with Terrence Chan Jr., we'll, uh, we'll make it happen. So, Sonny, why don't you start us off with defensive player of the year? I have uh, Ace Baldwin. Uh, I just think he changes the game the way he hawks at the ball. And, you know, I think he leads a Big Ten in steal. So I think uh, that was an easy choice for me. I also have uh, Cliff Amorier from uh, Rutgers. And number three uh, is Coleman Hawkins, Illinois. You don't think Zach Eadie will be up there? He probably will. But, you know, it's – well, we'll see what your guys' list. Okay. All right. Kent, give us your three. I'll put him first. I think Zach is the best defensive player as well. And it's not based on his stats. I just think that he does so much. He causes so much attention uh, defensively. Like people have to scheme around him. So uh, I'll put him number one. I'll put Cliff number two. And then, uh, okay. I don't know. For the sake of the conversation, I'm going to just change it to uh, Julian Reese, number three. Do you have him on there? There he is. Right here. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I actually am going to be a little bit of a mix of you guys. I love Ace Baldwin Jr. I love that pick, Sonny. I, I think he is just so energetic and brings so much to the defensive end. Not only that, but I feel like Penn State's defense like overall is better with him on the court, which is hard to do as a guard, right? Like You can make that impact as a rim protector, as a big, somebody like that, but I think Ace Baldwin Jr. makes that impact as a guard really, really well. My other one is... Uh, Cliff Morier, I think that Cliff, he's one of the best shot blockers in all of the Big Ten this year. Um, I just, not just the Big Ten, all the country as well. I think he's up there, you know, like top five or top ten for blocks per game, stuff like that. Uh, And then my other one, I know that I was, uh, you know, beating the drum for Coleman Hawkins to be on the defensive player of the year list for, uh, you know, the finalists or whatever nationally. I think he's right there on the edge for me, but I do have to give it to Zach Eady just because of how much he does overall change the game. And there's so much that you can't do on offense when you're coming into the half court because Zach Eady is down there. Everybody can complain all they want about three in the key, whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. And I get it. It's annoying. However, at the end of the day, it's really, really tough, and you have to scheme up a lot just to get to the basket with him in the game. So, uh, Sonny, what, what, you know, your Zach Eady response here? What you got? I'm an Illinois fan, but I have, I like Zach Eady. I have no issues with him. I, I okay. like to troll the Purdue f- uh, fan base with the whole, you know, uh, referee thing, and yeah. I'm not one of those guys remotely who thinks he gets away with things on offense because he's tall. No, he's one of the most skilled big men offensively I've ever seen. I think defensively, it's a little bit different where, and again, don't get mad at me for saying this, Boilermaker fans. I just think a lot of it is kind of size. A fact, you know, the guy's seven foot whatever with long arms in the middle. I, the three guys I rated uh, uh, in my top three, I think are more actually skillful, like, uh, you know, swiping at the ball, getting steals or playing one-on-one. Whereas ZD, I think... Is just or, big or Edie? Sorry, it's just again offensively super skilled. Defensively, he's a good defensive player, but a lot of the scheming and everything. The reason teams don't attack the hoop is because there's a very large individual down there, and that's kind of why. Again, I 
respect the guy, but I just don't have him in my top three. I see it. Um, here, here's kind of my rebuttal because I see it. That's part of the reason why I also left Coleman Hawkins off my list as much as I, and I feel like I'm the only one saying this. I really like Coleman Hawkins. I'm not even an Illinois fan. I think that, you know, his antics on the court and stuff like that. I know it annoys people, but I just love the passion and how, how hard he, he wants every single call and all these things. Uh, I think LeBron's kind of whiny with it. So <laughs> that's why I don't like when he does it. Uh, but, but I think a lot of it comes from Coleman's passion and stuff, but, uh, but my, the, the, Part for me with Coleman is I do feel like sometimes when you get a really good offensive big, they can kind of get more of what they want uh, than maybe some other bigs let them have. Coleman's not the best uh, rim protector and stuff like that. No, he's versatile, super versatile, and I think that's a fantastic part of his game. Like I said, I was I was vying for Coleman Hawkins to be on National Defensive Player of the Year list because I think he deserves to be up there. However, at the end of the day, um, I do think there's a weakness in his game that does they, does take him out of the top three in, in my Big Ten. So, Kent, you have any thoughts on Coleman? or, or Go ahead, Sonny. Yeah, I'm just going to rebuttal that slightly. Uh, okay, go ahead. The difference is Coleman Hawkins can guard one through four on the court. Like he will, if the opposing point guard tries to get by him, he can guard him. Not a problem. Coleman is a a four being forced to play a five because Illinois doesn't have any centers. So yeah, if you're talking about the one guy that Coleman can't guard is the guy who's going to be four, three, four inches bigger, 40 pounds heavier. But I'd like to see Zach Eady try to guard Boo Booey and Boo Booey trying to break him down. Boo Booey's going to go right around him. He's not going to go right around Coleman Hawkins. So for me, I like Coleman's versatility in guarding, you know, one through four, as opposed to hit like you know Edie obviously being dominant, but he's just guarding one position. Yeah, no, I and I totally agree with that. I think it's fair to say uh, Coleman Hopkins has a weakness in the game, but Zach Edie has a weakness in his game as well because he, Zach Edie just he can't play on ball defense like Coleman Hawkins can. I'm not saying he can't play on ball defense on the perimeter, he just can't play it like Coleman Hawkins can. Uh, Kent, where did you stand on all of this? Yeah, I left him off my list because I thought for sure you'd put him on there because pretty much everyone on social media and places that I listen to and things like that about Big Ten basketball had pretty much given Coleman Hawkins the award already, I feel like. So uh, just for the sake of conversation, I left him off the list, but I actually do think he is going to win it. Um, and to Sonny's point, made a really good point. He can guard so many other positions, but. Zach Eady is a big human being, and I still think that uh, teams, to me, if I had to pick one guy to start my defense with, I'm still going to start it with Zach Eady because you have to do so many different things to scheme around what he is, um, even if he isn't as athletic as Coleman Hawkins because of how big he is. So um, I still think he is the best defensive player, um, but I do think that Sonny makes great points. I think that Coleman Hawkins is more a more versatile defensive player. And I also think that he's the one that is going to win the award. I also feel like when I was making my list, I was just thinking about bigger guys, but I just pulled up like the history of this award. It's been a good mix of big guys and um, guard play. So um, it'll be interesting. I don't, I think it'll go to a bigger guy this year, but it is interesting looking back how many um, guards have won this award. Yeah, no, for sure. And Chase Audige and Caleb McConnell last year were were co-defensive players of the year. So we could end up in a situation like that. Um, the only reason I wouldn't predict that Coleman Hawkins would win the award 
is because he was left off the National Defensive Player of the Year list. I feel like there is something out there that is keeping him from you know, being on that list from the media or whoever it might be. Uh, and so it's hard for me to predict a guy who, to win the Defensive Player of the Year award in the Big Ten when there were three or four, I forget if Reese was on there or not, uh, guys from the Big Ten on that list and Coleman Hawkins wasn't. So uh, I'm going to sound like a hater. I know, I, I again, I think Coleman Hawkins is fantastic, and I think that he's definitely in the mix. Uh, but unfortunately, I just don't know how he how he wins it when he's off off that other list. So, uh, all right, guys. So we all re- agree, Clifford Morier? Yeah. I mean, that's sure. the only guy we all yeah, pick. I still think Ace is going to win it, but yeah, I'm fine with that. He's the so wait, so who's your prediction then, Ken? If you other than Coleman Hawkins, if we're if we're leaving him out of it, who is your? Prediction? I mean, like I said, I was only thinking about big guys. I don't know why I was doing that. So I I don't mind leaning with you guys and going with Ace Baldwin. Okay, that's fine with. I'd me. be okay either way with Ace or Cliff. Let's do Ace then. You guys both picked him okay. first, right? Okay. Is that how you guys did it? You ranked him first, so you said his name first. Yeah, some of it was that. Some of it was okay. also just, I like him the best. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a little bit of bias, I guess. Uh, all right, let's go to freshman of the year. And I'll change this again because I was dumb. Uh, so going into the year, I'll, I'll do my three first. Going into the year, I thought McKenzie Mbaka was going to make a much bigger impact than he has this season, and I'm not saying that he hasn't, but he's also not been on a great team, so I'm actually going to leave uh, McKenzie Mbaka off mine. I left, I put Damask on here. He's not a freshman. Uh, I'm going to put John Blackwell in there for me. Uh, another one I'm going to put in there is Cam Christie. And then the other one is Owen Freeman. I think all all three of these guys have a very good shot of winning the award, and I can uh, I can definitely see that happening. Sonny, who are your three? I have Freeman as my number one. I have okay. uh, Mbaku. And Mbaku, there it is. And then I right. have Blackwell. And then Blackwell. So you disagreed with me. You thought Mbaka. Okay. All right. I can see it. I can see it. Kit, who are your three? I have Cam Christie, number one. Um, Owen Freeman, number two. And like I said, I just like to mix it up with this third pick. Someone you don't have on there, I'm going to say, if he played more minutes, he could have been the freshman of the year as Cohen Carr. Oh, okay. This isn't the right name, but I'll type it. It has the right background, and I don't know why he's not playing more still to this day. Well, you know, Tom Izzo's kind of. I think he could have. I think he could have had enough highlights to open enough people's eyes to how good he is at basketball, but he's just not on the floor enough. Yeah, I mean that makes a big difference. Um, I'm still going to say his name though. I'm going to put his name out there though because I think he deserves not. He doesn't deserve the award, but I think he deserves to be mentioned as a. One of the guys that will be that class's um, better players when all is said and done. Right. He deserves recognition for being very good as a freshman, even though he's not got the time. So, uh, all right, Sonny, uh, you left Cam Christie off. Both me and Kent had him. Uh, what, what are your he was thoughts number on four Cam for me. Yeah, no, he, oh, was, he was my number four. Literally, I'm looking at my list. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, McKinsey and Baco, um, I don't know. I, I, I just I don't feel like he's been the superstar this year that IU fans kind of hoped he was. I, I saw it at the beginning of the year, and I said, you know what? He's going to get better. He's going to improve. Uh, and he has improved, but I just don't know if he's improved quite to that level of, of freshman of the year. Uh, guys, we all agree on Owen Freeman. Uh, do we think that's that's the number one? I mean, hasn't he won like seven or eight weeks Big Ten freshman? Of the I think week? he has the most Big Ten freshman of the week awards, yeah. It depends. It depends on if the voters are like, I mean, for us, yeah, we can pick him, but I think it's going to depend on if the voters have some like recency bias because I think Cam Christie's played better lately. So mm-hmm. if they're just thinking about like what's happened, like the the second half of the season, they should for sure vote for Cam Christie. But um, overall season, if they actually look at the uh, body of work, then they'll probably vote for Owen Freeman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Overall body of work, entire season, Owen Freeman is the guy. Uh, if you look at recently coming to his own and been more of a star player, it's kind of Cam Christie. Um, so, yeah, I guess that is really hard to decide. What do you think, Sonny? Do you think the voters will go with overall body of work? Or do you think they'll go with kind of explosive player at the end? I mean, I think it's going to be Freeman. Um, just, you know, I think it didn't, wasn't Christie, didn't he have like four shots the other day or something like that? I think he's still prone to, uh, an off day here and there. I, I think just these writers might just be a little lazy. And if they've already been penciling in Freeman all these weeks, they just might, you know, it might be muscle memory for them at this right. point at the end of the year to just kind of list him there. Yeah, that makes sense. So are we good with Owen Freeman? We all have, we all three yeah. have him. And all right. I think we should email the Big Ten after the show too. And like this should count as at least one vote. Right? I like that. Hundred percent. I like that. I'll do that. Our votes that we made before the season was even over. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) This is what's going to happen. So I do have to embarrass myself for a second because I know people uh, like when you know I embarrass myself. But my top five freshmen going into the season, Mackenzie Mbako wasn't a terrible pick, right? I mean that that's respectable. He was he was up there, Uh, especially preseason. Yeah, preseason. My next one. Was the Sean Harris Smith? That was bad. Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really bad. Uh, who was my my next one? It was Scotty Middleton from Ohio State, which like he got hurt lately, but he still wasn't great. wasn't great this season. Um, my next one was was Gavin Griffiths. Oh, uh, I thought you were about to click on Game Cups. No, no, <laughs> I'm so glad I did not click on Game Cups. Uh, that would have been really, really embarrassing. Uh, and then my next one was was Xavier Booker. So I think it's funny that you put George Washington the third on here. He's played like six minutes this year. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to put like one freshman from every team. Oh, okay. Hey, one other guy though. I'm going to mention this before we go to the next one. Like okay. just like I said about Cohen Carr, I think that Miles Colvin's going to be really good. He just can't yeah. get on the court right now because his team is so good. But I love the way he plays. Like for the limited amount of time. He has played this year. He's he's uh he's gonna be one of my favorites, I can tell already. He's good. Well, it's hard to get on the floor when you have, you know, yeah, Smith, Fletcher, Jones, Heidi. Um, I know I'm missing somebody else from Purdue that is there, but it's hard to hard to get that. Sonny, have you been disappointed with Amani Harrisbury this season? 
Uh, no, not really. I, you kind of see what Brad's trying to do. Uh, you know, we missed him for the last couple of weeks because he's really the only big, big body that we have. But he's he when he does come in, he does his role of, you know, grabbing rebounds. And it's it's hard for freshman big men to, you know, adjust to the physicality. So I have high hopes for him in the future. I think our front line uh, front court next year is going to be very young and very talented. And so I think he's still got a very bright future for uh, the orange and blue. Yeah. Now he, he he does. You're right. It's just kind of the, the way things have gone so far this season. So, all right. Any more thoughts before we move on? No. All right. This this uh, award will be fun next year, especially for Rutgers fans, I think. That's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have a good time for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So this is not an award that the Big Ten actually gives out. Um, there's other awards like, sportsmanship of the year um i don't know it's good that they give that but that's boring to talk about it's like this guy was the <laughs> nicest all season long so i i switched the uh you know sportsmanship of the year to the transfer of the year so we'll we'll talk about who we think has been the best or the most impactful however you want to describe it transfer so far this year kent why don't you start us off man this is the one i didn't write down so i'm glad you got some names on this list i'm just gonna pick my favorite three guys um, I'll go with Lance Jones, unreal. Yeah. Uh, I will go with AJ Store, and let's see. Man, this is gonna be tough. I guess uh, Rink Mast number three. Sorry, I was trying to read all those names really quickly. What did I miss, Sonny? I'm sorry. I thought this was a no-brainer. What did I miss? Something. We'll we'll see. We'll see what Jr. says. Okay, so I wrote just down look at the list. So don't uh, if yeah, I miss no, no, it, no, we'll see. Maybe I I thought this was uh, one of the easier ones. That's who you missed. Is that who you were thinking? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I wrote down five names. Domask was uh, was one of them. Also, Store because you know I had him on my national player of the year. And <clears throat> you know I get it. Purdue fans, you're gonna hate me, and that's fine. I'm actually gonna leave Lance Jones off of mine just because I don't think he's been as impactful for his team as some other players have. And I know that sounds like sacrilegious because everybody talks about how good Lace Jones is. And I agree. He's very, very good. He's been one of the best additions in the big 10, uh, but I'm actually going to go with rank mast as my number three guy. So our only difference there kit is, uh, is Lance Jones. Sonny, Sonny I uh, apologize. I missed this one before. we started. <laughs> All good, man. Good. I probably would have wrote him down if I actually like spent five minutes thinking about it, but I was just <laughs> randomly picking names. No, no, no worries. Okay, yeah, definitely Marcus Damask. I think it's a no-brainer. Uh, I shudder to think where Illinois would be without him this year. He's just yeah. been kind of the anchor for our team this year. Uh, number two, I also have AJ Store uh, as my number two guy. And number three, I kept going between three guys, and you actually listed my third guy. Uh, uh, Mass was, or sorry, Mass was also one of the guys I have, but I'm going to go with Ace Baldwin Jr. again, just to bring some other teams into it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's kind of the exciting spot for a team that really isn't doing much this year. What did you guys think of Kalel where, because I mean, he's an NBA talent, he's an NBA player. Do you think he's just off the list because Indiana's not very good or what do you guys think of him? I'm the only yeah. two, the two guys I had was Mast and Lance Jones. So for me, for that third spot, I was kind of picking between those three. Um, Where'll be just fine. He'll be collecting paychecks in a year or two. So 
but uh, I, I like my guys a little bit better. I've not done a great job of paying attention to the chat, but I see uh, Michael. You, you Michael. Yes, I know. Michael, I'm so sorry. Again, I'm not saying that Lance Jones has not been impactful. I just think there's other guys like Marcus Dumask, who has basically had to step in and be the star for this Illinois team with Terrence Shannon Jr. out. AJ Storr has been the uh, scoring piece that Wisconsin has needed for their offense to be able to make them work this year, even though it hasn't worked out great in the last four games. Uh, and then Rank Mast, I, I just I have an affinity uh, and an unhealthy, uh, you know, likability with Rank Mast, and I just cannot deny him. So uh, I apologize for leaving Lance Jones off. If it would have done five, he would have been on there. Uh, but but I see where you're coming from, and yes, yes, I am crazy. So, <laughs> uh, Kent, what do you think about uh, some of the guys uh, like Ace Baldwin and, uh, well, you already said Marcus Domas, uh, some of the other guys that you left off your list? It it depends on how you want to give this award. It's like, do you want to give it to the guy that you think is the best player? Or like Sonny was saying, like the guy that's the most impactful for his team? Because if it's the latter, then you do have to pick Damask. But I, I don't know. It's tough. Because so, like AJ Store could do that, I feel like, for Illinois a little bit. I mean, Khalil Ware, like you said, is a really good player, but he's on a terrible team. So he's not impactful at all. So, And then Lance Jones, like, he doesn't really stay like he stands out for Purdue. Everybody knows who Lance Jones is. He's such a good mm-hmm. player, but I think Purdue would still be good if they didn't have him though. I, they wouldn't be as good. They probably have a few more losses because of the plays that he's made in some of those close games. But it, it kind of depends on how you want to like word it for who you're giving it to. So how are Michael, we wording this award, JR? Michael, I'm not trying to pick on you, but this is why I have trouble dealing with Purdue fans. C- can you highlight his l- latest comment? The yeah yeah no you got it that's one that not not saying marcus hasn't been good at illinois but where would purdue be with if it wasn't for lance in my opinion he's the team mvp for purdue this year not the national player of the year that's sitting in the middle i mean again he was number four or five on my list depending on where you put it but i don't know this is i'm, I'm trying to be nice uh you know, autistic. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. It's, you know, it is what it is. And I get, like you said, I get where Purdue fans are coming from. Purdue fans are very passionate and I love Purdue fans, but I think it's, I think it's fair to say that Marcus Domask has, uh, you know, helped his team be where they are today more than Lance Jones has. You, You agree with that, Kent? Yeah, there's, and it's funny. I was looking at this whole list. There's a lot of guys. It's scary to think where their teams would be without them. Yeah. Like that's true on this whole list. Like even, even like Iowa, like Ben Cricky is pretty important for them. Like they would be even worse if he didn't come help them out a little bit. They'd be really bad. So, uh, and like Langborg, like there's a lot of guys on here that are like, I love the transfer portal. I love that guys are switching teams every year, man. It makes it so much fun. It does. It does. Uh, love you, Michael. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you. But Michael, I picked Lance Jones, by the way, it's at casual big 10 on Twitter. Come give me a follow. Tell all your friends, all right? No, Michael's uh, a part of there's a lot of the same communities as I am, so he, he's a familiar face. So, uh, um, obviously, that's the only reason I felt comfortable saying this. Uh. Mm. There we go, Michael. Uh, I I like Michael a lot. I see him on a Voice of College Football. Sonny, I respect you and your opinion, but where do you think that Purdue would be without Lance? And I like Marcus, and I can't wait to see him on March fifth. And I hope that we can meet up. So, uh, yeah. and you guys will be, yeah, yeah we, we, we've exchanged uh, comments before, uh, without, oh, 
without Jones, they'd still be in first. It would probably just be closer. Um, you yeah. know, Illinois would be closer, but I still think they'd be in first place. If Marcus Damask wasn't here those three weeks where Shannon was dealing with his thing issues, uh, Illinois would be floundering right now. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Senator, uh, Austin's here letting us know Damask, uh, numbers are far better than any others. Yes. Yeah. I don't, uh, I, that's, that I doesn't read Austin to me. Um, oh, <laughs> what if I said Austin? <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Um, what if I said Austin? I immediately Austin went to Berkshire. your co-host. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, any more comments on transfer of the year options before we move on, guys? Uh, yeah, we should put – it's definitely Damask, but I just want all the Purdue fans to know that I fought for Lance Jones to get this. <laughs> like, big time. I really thought it should be Lance Jones. So – so you're happy with this, Sonny? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm very happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured you would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is actually my, probably my favorite award of the year. The uh, uh, all year to do the six man of the year award. I just think it's so fun to think of, you know, the guys who come off the bench and stuff like that, who really make an impact. And some sometimes the guy that comes off the bench is actually better than some of the other starting lineup guys and you know they just they, they bring uh, a portion of energy and stuff like that to the team that really helps them uh you know kind of get through some of the bumps in the road and stuff like that so Sonny we'll let you go first on this one who is your uh th- who are your three picks for uh six man of the year so I like my first pick and the other two it could be a plethora of guys I think CJ Wilker is gonna win it so he's my number one and then ultimately okay. what I went with as uh, my number two and three were uh, Mason Gillis and John Blackwell. John Blackwell. Okay. All right. I, I can't really argue with that. Uh, Kent, who are your three? Um, is Pharrell Payne still uh, sixth? Like, is he coming off the bench still? Yeah. So he, he does technically, I think he's like right on the edge. So six man of the year has to play less than 50% of oh. the entire games played, or you have to start less than 50% of your entire games played. And I checked and he's like a game or two shy. So kind of depends on the rest of the season, but uh, right now right. he is technically eligible. Good to know. Uh, I'm going to go with Steven Izzo first. Just kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. No, put him on. I'm, I'm leaving him there until you get the <laughs> other one. Just, just for you. Uh, so maybe um, your other three and then I'll erase him. I'm going to, I do like Wilcher a lot, but I'm going to switch just to like for fun, guys. Let's yeah. do Sam Hoiberg is, instead. I love Sam Hoiberg. I think he's awesome. Wilcher's obviously more important to the team. So uh, that's a better pick, Sonny. But I'm going to just say <laughs> someone else. Uh, I'll go for El Payne next, though, for real. Like he's legit. Dude's a monster. I'm not leaving. St- you have to take Izzo, Izzo off immediately. I will. I will. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to go. Mm, you know, oh man, where's he at? Is he on here? Is Gillis on here? Yeah, he's right here. Okay, there he is. Okay, yeah, Gillis. Yeah. We'll do uh, that. Yeah. <clears throat> so for the record, my three are actually the same exact three as Sonny's, but I am going to uh, pick a few different guys just to uh, give some love to some other players. I'll pick Luke Goody because I did feel like he filled in really well when Terrence Sharon Jr. was gone, and he is still f- filling in well uh, off coming off the bench uh i am also going to pick where is he at i don't see him oh there he is john blackwell so that one's the same 
as yours, Sonny. Uh, and then just for kicks and giggles, Nick Martinelli. I, I just love when he plays and when he gets in. So again, these are not actually my three. If you want my three, just look at Sonny's list right here. But I think it's a little bit more fun for us to uh, to talk about some other guys as well. Sonny, you don't uh, Luke Goody, not in your top three. You Illinois fan, come on. Well, once we get to the all Big Ten first team, uh, my Illinois fandom will come okay. come out. So, yeah, no, I mean, he's good and he's a great role player for what he does. Uh, but I, I like the three guys I picked. I think they're a little bit uh, more valuable. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Kent, so you said you actually do believe in CJ Wilcher more than Sam Hoiberg. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but I, but I do like that. I do like Sam though. I just want him to know in case he's listening that I am a big fan of his. Yeah. Um. But yeah, CJ Wilcher's obviously like a, a more important player for uh Nebraska than Sam is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, no, I, if I had to pick Wilcher's my pick too. Go ahead. Yeah, I do really like Pharrell Payne. There's a lot of guys on here. I this is like like you were saying, this is also one of my favorite categories because I like the guys that are like contributing a lot but don't get a ton of the credit. Those are like my favorite guys to follow. That's why I'm such a big Tony Perkins fan because no one really ever talks about him except me. So um, this is a really fun category. I really love Pharrell Payne. I think he's legit. But uh, yeah, I think it's CJ Wilcher. Well, I remember when I was doing some of my like six man of the year power rankings at the beginning of the season, like in my top eight, I would have like three different Minnesota players because they, they do so many different starting lineups and bring so many different guys in, you know, Cam Christie was up there for a while. I think he has too many starts now. Uh, and then Pharrell Payne, Mike Mitchell Jr. Mike Mitchell Jr. is actually second on the team in minutes and he hardly even starts, uh, which is crazy to think about but yeah i was surprised uh, to see his name on here as well like i thought he was in the both of those guys from minnesota i thought were starters i didn't yeah maybe they just they switched the lineup so much it's crazy Oh, okay yeah Um, there's another guy too that's not i don't think he's listed but uh uh for michigan state trey holloman's been playing really good for them he didn't play very well against illinois the other day but he's had some big minutes for them that like has won them a few games well, they haven't won that many games, I guess, but he's been playing pretty good for them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. He's another guy that is worth mentioning. Did I put that right? Is it three O's? I think so. Who could know? If not, if not, I apologize, Trey, if you're watching out there. Uh, come on the podcast and do an interview, and you can tell us <laughs> yeah. how to correctly yeah. spell your name. Uh, am I crazy to have put certain guys on here? I'll go ahead and list a few of them. Am I crazy to have put Zed Key, Will Cheddar, or uh, Jamie Kaiser Jr. Are those guys crazy to put on as even options? Like Cheddar is not crazy to put on there because he does so well with the minutes that he gets, except for if you look at their record, like he's crazy to put on there because they suck so bad. So uh, yeah, the other guys I think are okay to have on there. I don't know. What do you think, Sonny? What do you think, Sonny? I mean, you got to have like a list of 20 guys and they're one of the 20 best. So I think you're safe. Okay. All right. The mob won't come after me. So just Michael, when I don't talk about Lance Jones, just kidding, Michael, (laughs) just kidding. Um, All right. So uh, this one's going to be kind of hard to pick. I think if I had, like I said, my three are kind of the same three as, uh, as Sonny's here. So Kent, uh, if you had to pick CJ Wilcher, Mason Gillis or John Blackwell, who's your, who's your pick out of those? Mm, Probably Wilcher. Purdue gets enough awards. I'm switching now. Now I'm now I'm against him. <laughs> He's going to fight them. <laughs> <laughs> I just fought for Lance Jones, Purdue. You guys can't have everything. 
Faith Jones, <laughs> you can come on for an interview, but not Mason Gillis. Yeah. Mason Gillis, like, not to get sidetracked, but I would definitely would not want to talk. He seems super boring. Doesn't he? <laughs> I mean, he seems like he beat me up, but. <laughs> yeah, he could. De- I mean, I, like, he could for sure beat me up, but I would like, he does seem boring, though. What do you think, Sonny? Mason Gillis, boring or not? Uh, he makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Which it could be conceived as like a, an insult, but I don't think it is. I think that's a compliment that all three of us get nervous uh, thinking about it. So now he's one of the best. If there was like a glue guy award, he would probably be my pick for for glue guy in the Big Ten so far this season. Uh, which is kind of like sixth man of the year, but it's also kind of like you can be a starter as well. But uh, there's just something about Mason Gillis that that kind of keeps the whole. Purdue team together uh, in, in a few different ways that, that I really, really like. So, all right, guys, any more thoughts on uh six man of the year before we move on? No. All right. Our last one. So this is our all big 10 first team. So uh, the way we're going to do this is we're going to give our five. And then if we have any extra that we want to mention at the end, I left three spots there. We can list them. I just basically did the uh, the same as the player of the year options. If there's any on there that we want to uh, to add or anything like that, I can quickly add them. But to save time, I didn't want to make a whole other list that had a lot of the same names again. So uh, let's go one at a time here. In that way, uh, we don't have to spend so much time on one person. Uh, I'll start us off. And can we just get Edie out of it? Yeah. <laughs> All three of us? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm glad Derek agrees as well. And <laughs> and why? Sorry, Sonny. Um, um. Oh, and then they're all coming off the screen as well. So I didn't have time to test this before. Well, my Ohio State. Oh, there's Doug over. McDaniel. Okay, good. Yeah, good. I got him. Don't worry. I got him. Uh, yeah. My second guy's gonna be Boo Booey. Sonny, who's your second? Boo Booey's on my list, so we'll same put him on. Okay. All right, this is getting pretty easy here. Uh, all right, my third one is AJ Store. He's going to be on mine. Sonny, who's your third one? Probably an Illinois player. Yeah, so, I mean, I have eight guys, and I'm very curious to see if you, uh, either of you pick any of, anyone outside these eight. But uh, Store was on my list, but he's not there. So I'm going to put. Okay. I'm going to put Terrence Shannon. Oh, I forgot to put him on here, too. Whoops. Sorry, Terrence Shannon Jr. All right. Uh, who's your third guy there? I'll, I'll copy and paste that one because he's my fourth guy, but it's, it doesn't matter what order it's in. Okay. All right. Does that it? makes sense? Uh, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, my – actually, I'm going to go with Marcus Domask in mind. So, Sonny, who's your fourth? Uh, Jameer Young. I just think he's a fun player to watch. I know that team is very, very bad, but he isn't. He's very, very good. Yeah, no, he's he's amazing. Kent, who's your fourth? Jameer Young. Yeah. We have the exact same list. So far, so good. I actually do have Jameer Young later on mine, uh, so I uh, I might as well just go to put him since I already have him on mine. All right, Sonny, who's your next one? All right. Hear me out. I think I don't think Shannon's going to uh, make the All League number one team, despite uh, his stats being there because uh, of you know the drama that he's had to deal with uh, right. off the court. 
I think in his place, you have to pick between Shannon or Damask, one of those guys. So that's why I just put Shannon because I think he's our best player. But I also think, uh, and this is just me giving respect to how important he was to this team this year. I'm Damask is my fifth guy. So I've got two Illini guys there. That's actually why I put Damask too is same stuff as national player of the year. I just feel like Damask is probably more likely uh, than a Terrence Sharon Jr. because of that stuff. All right, Kit, who's your fifth one? I am going to go with Dawson Garcia. Ooh, I do like Dawson Garcia. Very good, very good player. Uh, all right, I feel like I can't leave him off, so I have to put him on eventually. Tyson Walker, uh, fantastic player. I'm not really doing the whole, like, my first five or all of my five. I'm just kind of randomly putting my guys on there as I look down to them. So, well, you can you who's your next one? that one because he, he was one of my eight. <laughs> okay. All right, who's your next Same. one, Kent? Slayton. I'm keeping it simple for you, man. All right, I appreciate that. Uh, all right, so I know kill me, fine, put me at the stake, Braden Smith. Copy paste. Braden Smith is uh, one of the best guards in all of the nation, not just the Big Ten. Kent? I'm not putting him on my list, man. I'm a Braden Smith hater. I've been on this show talking about it before. All right. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I like Lance Jones. Purdue fans, don't forget, I love Lance Jones a lot. Uh, Tony Perkins, next on my list. Yeah, I, I thought you might be going there. Can't go. I cannot not have him on my list. All right. I'm trying to make sure. I wrote down. I just realized I wrote down nine names, and so I'm trying to make sure I have all eight of mine. Uh, but I'm so – that's what it was. I was so guard-heavy. I wrote down an eighth one. All right, so – I know this, you know, he's probably not actually on first team and that's fine. I get it, but he's been really, really good this year and he just kind of gets overlooked because his team is bad. So give me, give me a moment. That's a good pick. I like that. Uh, Sunny. It's uh, the last, the eighth guy I had was AJ store. I just didn't, yeah. I was so busy copy pasting that. Time for that <laughs> one. Makes sense. Uh, Kent, who's yours? Uh, I'm just going to do somebody different. This, I mean, not necessarily, I think, the eighth best player in the conference, but I'll put another Minnesota guy on there. I'll put Elijah Hawkins. Man, Elijah Hawkins is so fun to watch. Yeah, he's really good. But I do like, I really like, for the record, I like your Malik Renew pick, and I like AJ Store a lot, too. So it was tough not to put those two guys on. No, I appreciate you giving love. Guys, just mixing like it up Minnesota a bit. Guys and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. show some other guys some love. I like it. All right. So uh very first one we can all agree, Zach Eady. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The big man spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So our first guard. We all three put Boo Booey first. We all agree Boo Booey is the first guard. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was actually so I did mine like a like a lineup. Is that not how that we were kind of talking about this before we started re- recording or going live? Yeah. Or I mean did I did not do like a lineup. I'm looking at last year's that you have on the screen. So it's they have, like they have at least one big man or at least one guard. Like they can go four forwards and one guard, or that like they just they just don't normally put like full forwards at, okay. at every single spot. Uh, so as long as you have like one guard in there or one forward in there, uh, which that's kind of what the Big Ten has done for a little bit, is put like a guard, a center, and three forwards in there. So, but nice. I think the guards are better this season than some other seasons. So I think. Might get might get a more even thing. So, so if we um, if we kept it to three guards, then let's do that, and then pick another. We're picking a forward. Then is that what you're saying? Picking a what? 
Are we going to pick a center, a forward, and then three guards? Is that what we're going to do, you think? Uh, either two guards or three guards or two forwards or one forward is fine. Okay. Whatever you guys think. I think that I think that we have more guards that deserve to be on the team than forwards. So I think we should have three guards, one forward, and then Zach Eady. Is that what you think, Sonny? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. All you know right, what we so should you guys... do? You know what the Big Ten should do? If you win player of the year, you can't be on first team all Big Ten because you're the player of the year. You can't be on the team <laughs> and be the player of the year. We should kick Zach Eady off. I think that's why they do team. second team, though. No, nah, he's just not on a team. He's just by himself because he's the player of the year. New rule. I, I was a Purdue hater. They're going to come after you after this show. Lance Jones. I love Lance Jones. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. I'm afraid to even post the graphic of your picks, though. No, I'm just saying that would be fun, though, because it would open up a new spot for somebody. Like, obviously, fun. the player of the year is going to be on first be team. What's that? For social media, that would be so much fun. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, second guard, what do we think? Braden Smith, Tyson Walker, or Jameer Young? I think it's Young. Yeah. Jameer. I think so. All right. We'll do Young. He deserves some credit. His team's so awful. Give him some credit. He's about the only him and you two like the only kid. Uh, I don't want to trash him. And he has to spend a lot of time with Kevin Willer, which that sucks for him. <laughs> <laughs> which if you ask the Maryland fans, they feel the same way right now. So uh all right. So third guard, what do we think? Tyson Walker or Braden Smith? Or yeah. Tony Perkins. Or Tony Perkins. There you go, Kent. I mean, Braden Smith probably deserves it more just based on his stats but you can have two purdue guys on on first team i don't know i don't like i don't like having multiple guys from the same team so i'm gonna say my vote is for tyson walker i I agree i mean you know michigan state's kind of turned their season around and you know he's a big part of it Uh, so i think tyson walker deserves some mention here and i think like the part that does it for me is like even on the defensive end like they trust Tyson Walker to be the best like defending guard and stuff like that. Not that Braden Smith is not a bad or it's not, not that he's not a good defender. I think he is better than some people give him credit for, but he's not relied on like that. So uh, at least I've seen. So, all right. Uh, forward, we got AJ storm, Malik renew, Dawson Garcia, Terrence Shannon jr. Marcus Domask. Uh Sonny. I think I know what your pick is, right? Domask. I mean, it's, I, it's Shannon or Damask. <laughs> yeah. If if I'm not gonna cancel the other one out, if I'm not gonna say Shannon, you both say Damask. Like, oh, we got to pick someone else now. No. Yeah. Whichever line you guys want, I'm okay with. What do you think, Kent? Damask. I think it should be Shannon Terrence Shannon Jr. Jr. I think he's. All right, he, we'll give him some love since the other one. But it, based on what you said, like they might not put him on there, but for us, we don't have to follow those rules though. Like, I think he should be on first team All Big Ten this year. He deserves it. Yeah, we'll say screw the media this time. <laughs> this is our this is our lineup. So, all right. Uh, if you're in the chat uh, or uh, commenting after the fact, put it in the comments. Let us know what you think. We know that some of you will, uh, you know, be very upset and probably get mad at us, and uh, that's that's fine. It is what it is. Uh, but just know we had fun putting this together. Uh, Sunny, any more thoughts on the first team or just the awards overall before we get out of here? shockingly i think we actually did a pretty good job um kind of thinking back to our uh our lists i i think kent's onto something we need to submit this to the actual ncaa and uh, have this count uh, on the official ballot 
Should I DM the Big Ten? Yes. I think you should, yeah. Yes. We definitely put more here? time into this than the people that are actually voting are going to. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. That's true. And we can like submit the live stream and pr- show and proof. Like, yeah, hey, we spent an hour on link. this. Like, look, mm-hmm. we actually worked hard on this. <laughs> actually, over an hour. It's over an hour right now. So, And then uh, they're like, you had Steven Izzo on the... Uh, <laughs> on the list there for a second <laughs> this is disqualified uh, i'll edit that part out i guess i don't know uh all right any more final thoughts kit before we get out of here no man i, I don't have any final thoughts i'm sorry i usually have some stuff prepared for you man it's been a busy week oh my daughter's team is undefeated still did we talk about that yet no we should put her on a uh, first team yeah she is definitely on in her elementary school she is definitely on first team my daughter is Scored 10 of our 20 points in our last game. So, yeah, she's having a great year. What would be tournament is in tournament is not this week, but next week. So, in two weeks, I'll give you an update. What would be your Big Ten uh, player comp for her? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, probably like Malik Renew. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's so scrappy. She's guard. She, okay. Yeah, she gets down low and does the dirty work. Yeah, she's she's tough, nice. man. I like that. I'll live stream that game for you guys. You guys can come. Uh, here's what we'll do. I'll live stream it. And you guys, because I'm coaching her team, so I can't be a commentator, but you two can be the commentators for the game. Do you guys mind doing that next Saturday? I like it. I All like right. it. Sounds good. Very good. All right. So just to recap, all the people who will ha- inherently have problems with our picks, we have Boo Booey, Jameer Young, Tyson Walker, Terrence Shannon Jr., Zach Eady, sixth man of the year. We have CJ Wilcher. After giving much credit to a lot of different players, transfer of the year, we have Marcus Domask, freshman of the year. We have Owen Freeman, defensive player of the year. We have Ace Baldwin, Jr., and then player of the year. We had probably the most obvious pick ever that anybody with eyes could pick, and that's Zach Eady. So, everybody, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate you. Uh, like I said, let us know in the comments what you think. Give us give us all your awards. Don't just say, oh, you guys were stupid about this. No, you give us all of your awards. Transfer of the year, freshman of the year, national Big Ten, Big Ten player of the year, first team, uh, all that stuff. Defensive player of the year. Give us every single one of the people that you would pick in the comments, and we'd love to hear you uh, on that. So, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Kent, for coming on. Appreciate you both. Have a good one.